welcome. Beautiful day today in California, isn't it? Yes. Sometimes you wake up and you just feel grateful to be alive. It's one of those days for me. Uh, hopefully you feel grateful. You know, there's a, a nip in the air. That's a new phrase I just learned this morning. Uh, so why don't you join me in a word of prayer. We're going to pray for, for today's message. Uh, Heavenly Father, God, thank you very much for today. It is such a beautiful day. Uh, Father, thank you very much for the two seasons that we have in California. For summer and almost summer. Father, today we, we ask you to uh, please clear our minds, clear, clear our hearts, so that we can hear your word. Father, we want to be good students of your word today. Please be with us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, well, today is the last lesson from our series on common. Uh, and we've been looking at the book of Proverbs. And, and really we've been looking about how can we live lives that are not common. How can we live lives that are wise? So we, you know, we've been getting just wisdom from the book of Proverbs. And it, it is very interesting that God wants us to be different. Right? God wants us to be different. But it's a, it's a good thing. It's a really good thing. You know, we, we talked about how can we be good friends. How can we have great friendships? We, we talked about how can we manage money. The Bible talks a lot about that. How can we de- deal with our family and our marriage? Amen. We need that. How can we have self-control? How can we deal with our words? And how can we make great plans? And today, we're going to talk about how can we have a good character. We're going to look in the Bible. We're going to look at the book of Proverbs. Um, you know, the word character is very interesting. But actually, when you think about a, a character, what do you think about? What, do you, what, is, what is the word? Somebody can tell me what do you think the word means. Attitude towards others. Attitude towards Okay. Integrity, yeah, excellent. Who you really are. Who you really are. Honesty. Honesty. I mean, we can talk about there, There's so many, you know, character traits that we can build on. But the word actually comes, the, the, the literal translation is a tool for engraving. It's a, you know, if, you, if you've, been, uh, you've been to Protestant Santa Monica and they do a caricature. Is that how you say it? Caricature, there you go. Thank you. Right, it's kind of like they're trying to imprint who you are, but it's kind of like in a funny way. And character, it was people used to use it. They used to have this little roll. They used to wear in their necks or in their arms, like it's a bracelet. And you know, if you you've seen some of those romantic movies, right? They they do put a seal with with uh, um, like a candle, and you know, they put a seal, and, and that basically says that that identifies you. That's who you are. And character is is really is who you are. It, it identifies. It just this, this, it says who you are. It's a personal signature a doc, you know, that you put on a document or a package to guarantee the authenticity. Now God is concerned and God is in the business and God wants us and God is excited to help us build our character. Amen. That is really what He's interested in our lives. That He wants us, that our character will look like the character of Christ. You know, uh, Christopher Duenas, get baptized. Christopher, are you here? There you go. There you go. Christopher got baptized uh, a few weeks ago. And you know, so it's so encouraging. And you know, his faith is fresh. His faith is new. He's excited. He's fired up. He, he just discovered his first love. Right? It's great. It's, it's awesome. But Christopher, let's use the beginning. 
God is interested in building you out. God is interested in, in developing your character. There's, there's a lot more. There's a lot more. And we know that, right? That's just the beginning. That's just the first step. But God is interested in developing our character. It's just kind of like the same with love. Right? When I, when I married my beautiful, amazing wife, se- almost seven years ago. Wow. Wow. wow right? <laughs> yeah. It's been an incredible gift for me. You know, having to, you know, having her for seven years. It's been an incredible challenge for her. <laughs> this, this last seven years. But when I, I married her, I, I loved her. With everything I had. And everything I had was... That's all I had at the time. <laughs> you know, and seven years have passed. And, and I, loved her, I love her deeply now. I, I love her... See, I, I still love her back then. But the love that I have for her now is, is developed. It's bigger. It's, it's stronger. It's deeper. Yeah. And God in the same way is interesting, interested in making us better. There's more to your character. And that's good news for us. Because maybe you're here today and you're thinking about, man, I have this, this character's flaws that I have that I've been having all my life. And I don't know if I'm going to change him. There's good news for you and for me. God wants to change that. God wants to help you see those things. God is interested in building us internally. We're going to read today from the book of Proverbs chapter 3, if you can get there. And we're going to talk about the characteristics of a person of character. If you open your Bibles to the book of Proverbs, chapter 3, we're going to read verse 19 to 21. That's going to be our main passage for today. Now, the book of Proverbs, the first first 10 chapters, uh, basically talk about 13 lessons of wisdom. There's 13 lessons, just wisdom. Today, we're going to read lesson number five. Uh, and this is, this is a small piece of, the, the, sometimes you've probably read it before, but just kind of glaze over it. But it is very interesting. Let's read, let's read it together, if you're there with me. Proverbs 3, verse 19. It says, By wisdom the Lord laid the earth's foundations. By understanding, He set the heavens in place. By His knowledge, the watery depths were divided. And the clouds let drop the dew. My son, do not let wisdom and understanding out of your sight. Preserve sound judgment and discretion. They will be your life. They will be life for you. An ornament to grace your neck. Then you will go on your way in safety. And your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. When you lie down, you sleep will be sweet. Have no fear of sudden disaster or the ruin that overtakes the wicked. For the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared. Do not withhold from those to whom it's due when it is, when it is in your power to act. So point number one is that our eyes need to be in the right place. A person of character has this, this very great quality. That their eyes are in the right place. This is by wisdom the Lord laid the earth's foundations. And by understanding He set the heavens into place. By His knowledge the water depths were divided. And the clouds let drop the dew. 
See, the same wisdom that God used to create the world, the same wisdom when He maintains the universe. He now comes down and He lets us know that we can use the same wisdom that holds the earth you know, in the universe. Like, you know, we, we, sometimes we don't even understand how, how's that happening. Right? I mean, we, the gravitational pull from the sun. And yeah, we, we, but how did, you know, who set that up? Right. The same wisdom you and I can use for our lives. Wow. The same wisdom. You know, don't we want to have the same divine wisdom guiding our lives? It says, Son, do not lose sight. And that's very important. Do not lose sight of God's wisdom and understanding. Do not lose sight of that. I'm going to make you feel uncomfortable. All of you this morning right here. So I want, I want you to look at somebody um, that's next to you. Find somebody right next to you. And I want you to look at them directly in their eyes. Okay? <laughs> and we're going to do that for 15 seconds. 15 seconds. Pretty, pretty simple, right? Uh, you, you find somebody, you find somebody, here we go, you're, re- you're ready? Directly in their eyes. Do not lose sight of them, do not lose sight, here we go. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. 10, 11, 12, feeling awkward, 12, 13, 14, 15, alright, here we go. Awkward? Very awkward, right? Do you feel like you lost your soul? They were trying to take my soul away. You know, sometimes we 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 kind of we get we get we get we get we lost we lose track of looking at people in their eyes, and it's hard. Right? It, like it's hard. It's like oh, I want to turn around. I want. I don't. What's going on? I'm, I'm looking at all your face. I'm looking at your teeth. I'm I'm trying to like be conscious of me. What are you looking at me? And there's a lot that's going on in your in our minds. You know, the eyes are one of the most important senses that we have. And uh, do you realize that the vast majority? Of our temptations will come from what you see. The vast majority of the things that we struggle with comes from what we see. He says, "Do not lose sight of God's wisdom." You know, Satan knows also to get. He knows how to get through our eyes. You know, in the beginning, you know, he did it with Eve. One of the first things he he dealt with was with her eyes. He said, "Your eyes should be open." And then it says that when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, see, Satan was attacking her eyes. He was trying to focus her eyes in the wrong thing. Where are your eyes today? Where have you been looking at? When David committed adultery with Bathsheba, it all started with David looking at her when he shouldn't have to. He just, he just, he just saw her. And that started everything. 
See, what, what happens when our eyes are not in the right place? Then temptation starts to take over. And we start comparing ourselves. And we start thinking about other people. And we start comparing like, well, you know, those parents look great. I don't know how they do it. Maybe I'm not a good mom. How do, how, how do they have kids like that? And how do my co-worker bought that new car and I can't figure it out to pay my rent? And, and there's qualities that they have. I, I don't have them. And, and the house that they grew up. And, and we just start looking and we start lo- losing sight of what's important. If you're a teen and you deal with social media. I mean, you're looking at that screen and you're, and you're comparing yourself. Yourself. Well, they went there, they went to Six Flags, and they went over there, and how come I can't go? And they bought new shoes, and... <laughs> and we live in this world where we just kind of lose sight where, you know, who we are. And we compare ourselves to others. If you're single, like, maybe I should be, I'll be married one day. You know, I, I really struggle with this. This is something that... It's coming from a different country... Uh, when I came here, you know, the people that I hang out with, the people that were my age, my peers, you know, they had, they were going, going to school and I had to, I had to work. And there's all these things that I, you know, I always would think about, oh, they have it better than I do. And I, it, I would just go there every time and I, and I would just keep comparing myself. And it, and, and it just kind of, it just, it didn't help. Because he would just bring in securities. That, it, just, it was not very helpful at all. And I, and, I've, and I got a chance to deal with this recently, actually. And it's been so freeing. When I started just now, I started looking outside. I started looking, I started looking here. And then I started looking up here. We're going to read, a, 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 we're going to read Psalm 73. And we're going to see somebody that actually goes through that process. There's looking out, then it's looking in, and then it's looking up. We're going to read a little bit, so get a Bible around you. Alright, Psalm 73. Rodney, did I get it right? I didn't say chapter. Yeah, don't say chapter. Don't say chapter, yep. Yeah, look into that. <laughs> so surely God is good to Israel. To those who are pure in heart. But as for me, my feet has almost slipped. I had nearly lost my foothold. Don't you appreciate that somebody says, Hey, I became a Christian. I decided to follow Christ. And I almost slipped. Man, I, I almost lost it. I, I almost lost sight. And this is what he was doing. Look, for I envied, this is very personal, he's like, look at the pronouns. For I envied the arrogant. When I saw the prosperity of the wicked, they have no struggles. Their bodies are healthy and strong. They, uh, they are free from common human burdens. They are not plague, but human ills. Therefore, pride is their necklace. They clothe themselves with violence. For their callous hearts come, from their callous hearts comes iniquity. Their evil imaginations have no limits. They scoff and speak with malice, with arrogance. They threaten, oppre- threaten oppression. 
Their mouths lay claim to heaven, and their tongues take, take possession of the earth. Therefore, their people turn to them and drink up waters in abundance. They say, how will God know? Does the Most High know anything? This is what the wicked are like. Always free of care. And they go on amassing wealth. Don't we feel like that sometimes? We look at other people and we see their lives and are like, man, they don't struggle. How do they have their lives together? How? And they have good jobs and they have all these great qualities. And, and you start comparing yourself, like, what's going on with me? Verse 13, he, he starts changing here. It says, Surely, in vain I have kept my heart pure. I have washed my hands in innocence. All day long I have been afflicted. And every morning brings new punishments. Oh my God, hopefully you don't feel like that this morning. <laughs> if I had spoken out like that, I would have betrayed you children. When I tried to understand all this, it troubled me deeply. And here everything changes. Until I enter the sanctuary of God. Then I understood their final destiny. Surely, and then he, then he turns it around. Surely you place them on slippery ground. You cast them down to ruin. How suddenly are they destroyed, completely swept away by terrors. They are like a dream when one awakes. When you arise, Lord, you will despise them as fantasies. When my heart was grieved and my spirit in bitter, I was senseless and ignorant. I was, I was a brute beast before you. Yet, I am always with you. You hold me by my right hand. You guide me with your counsel. And afterwards, you will take me into glory. Whom I have in heaven but you. And earth has nothing I desire besides you. My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is my strength and my heart and my portion forever. Those who are far from you will perish. You'll destroy them all who are unfaithful to you. But as for me, it is good to be near God. I have made the sovereign Lord my refuge. I will tell of all your deeds. Now what an amazing song. But you see the progress. He's like, hey, my, those people have it good. And, and his eyes are in, a, in the wrong place. He's, he's looking at other people. He's, he's trying to compare himself with other people. But then he's, he starts taking a step back and he starts looking inside. And he says, you know, I've, I've been doing these things. And this is kind of what I believe. This is, this is who I am. But then he starts looking up. Then he starts, he's reminded of who God is. And that changes everything. Yeah. Yeah, as I was saying, you know, I recently been through, through, through something like that. Um, when, when, when I actually start feeling like that, when I start feeling either trying to compare myself or trying to do that, I, I, I basically put like a force field. And I think, what's going on? What's going on here? And then I just, and this is what I do, I remind myself who I am. Yeah. Hey, this is, this is who I am. I'm loved by God. I, you know, God loves me so much. I, he, he cares for me. And then I start thinking, 
Man, God is awesome. You guys think, well, I, don't have not, I, I don't have to compare myself to anybody else. See, God created us unique. Look at your fingerprints. You see that? You've you do that, done that before? There's nobody on earth like you. There's nobody. You're unique. You're, you're beautifully and wonderfully made. Amen. You're unique. And we should not try to compare ourselves to others because God created you like this. God is perfect. He doesn't make mistakes. When, you, when we try to compare ourselves to others, we try to become like somebody else, we are robbing the world from you. There's nobody else like you. Let's not do that. You know, God wants us to grow. He wants to give us His wisdom, His understanding, His knowledge. And if you're going through a difficult situation right now, if you're going through, you're kind of struggle, struggling with, you know, comparing yourself or just having your eyes in something else, right. I would encourage you to look for God's wisdom. Start looking in the Bible and start looking in the Word and figure out what does God wants me to grow in here. Stop looking out and start looking up. Point number two. The sleep will be sweet. Proverbs 3 verse 24. It says, when you lay down, you will not be afraid. When you lay, when you lay down... Your sleep will be sweet. Now, what are some of the things that rob us from our sleep? I right, raise your hands. I know there's a lot, right? There's a lot of things right, right there. CJ? Stress. Yeah. Worldly problems. Worried. Kids. Yeah, I have two of those. Homework. Finances. I mean, we can be here all morning. Marriage. Yeah, yep, definitely. Careful now. <laughs> so the way we have a, a good night's sleep is when our consciousness, we, our consciousness is clear. When there's there's nothing really kind of bugging you down. I mean, I, I life is life, and it, it happens to all of us. I mean, you know, if you have kids. You don't sleep because they wake up and don't let you sleep. That's not like because you don't want to sleep. You want to sleep. <laughs> but they wake you up. And you have finance and school. We all go through those things. But God says, hey, when, when you lay down, you will not be afraid. When you lay down, you sleep will be sweet. Actually, David said it in a different way. Psalm 4, Psalm 4 verse 8. It says, In peace I will lay down and sleep for you alone, Lord, Make me dwell in safety. See, God is the one looking after us. In our house, we actually have those iBaby cameras. You know what those are? So we have a camera in Max's room, and 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 you know, and we have an app in our in our phone where we can actually just move the camera around. And uh, every now we put him down. He never wants to be put to sleep, which right? It's like interesting. He's like, no, no, I don't want to go to sleep. That's not fine. Can I be? And we sing to him, uh, yeah, we sing to him, Holy Father. Holy Father, grant Max sleep. <laughs> 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 and, you know, 
we and every time we you know we, we pray with him, and then he's like, "Oh, Holy Father, Holy Father." Okay, we, when we and we see Holy Father, he's like, "Again, <laughs> and again." <laughs> like, all right, dude, go to sleep. <laughs> Stay in your bed. And we get out. He starts crying. That's like every night. Starts crying, and then we're looking at our camera, and we're watching him. And many times he just gets out of bed and starts playing with his toys and. Right, yeah, parenting. Yeah. But you know, we were watching him. We care for him. And when he gets out of the bed and when he's like wrestling, we go in there. When he wets the bed and he's crying, we're there. We're looking out for him. We're watching him. And that's the same with God. Yeah. See, we can sleep with peace because God is watching us. God is taking care of us. And we can lay down and go to sleep with clear conscience. Point number three is... His confidence comes from the Lord. Proverbs 3 verse 26. says, For the Lord will be at your side and will keep your foot from being snared or trapped. See, there's a difference between having confidence and being arrogant. It literally at your side means that God is right next to you. That when you walk with God, God is literally not next to you. The source of your strength. See, a person of a character has this. You you believe God has your back. You know, Proverbs 24, 16 says, For those, for, for the righteous fall seven times, they rise again. But the one disaster is enough to take down the wicked. See, I, I, I know people here in our congregation that that are heroes in, our, in the faith. That have strong character. You know, do you know today is uh, the last Sunday for Carlos Paris as a single man? Yeah. Yeah. Right? It's exciting. Now, if you know Carlos, Carlos is a man of character. But Carlos has, you know, he, he didn't just develop that in the last week. <laughs> It's taking, a, it's taking a while. How long have you been a disciple, Carlos? 26 years. Alright. Yeah. Christopher? <laughs> <laughs> and if you know Carlos, you know, he's gone through different challenges and different situations when maybe you've been looking outside and then, but also he's got a chance to look inside and now look up. And you know, he's known to be a person of character. Somebody that I appreciate so much is, uh, is Maya. Maya somewhere here. There she is. Maya's a warrior. She's gone through a lot more than honestly many of us in our lives. She's so faithful. She's so encouraging. She's so loving. You know, she's going through a lot, but her character shows up. She's a warrior. I think about the Taylor family. And, and, and many, you know, you, you guys heard or saw the post online, and they go through, went through Layla, and just difficult situations, and thinking, man, God, what, is, what are you teaching? I remember talking to Randy at, a, at the Dodger game. It's like, Man, something else. We were there and actually somebody threw a ball and it hit her. 
It's like, come on! Like, really, God? Like, what else? But they are a solid family. And they are servants. And they help. You know, you see Adalia, she's always helping. We had a Carlos room honoring, and she's the one that was setting up instead of the guys. Valley was there. It looked pretty. It looked awesome. But it... And I think about you know, how, how many times they've raised up. And their character shines through. You know, I was talking to Mike earlier, and he said, I'm like, Mike, how was your week? Mike Dunson. He's like, yeah, it was tough. So, you know, I, I, I deal with junior high and teens. And I said, I understand you. <laughs> um, but he said, you know what, I, I think God is building, He's working on my character. Yeah. And he said, like, and I believe that God puts you there until you learn it. And he, He's concerned about you learning you know, something about your character and growing in your character. So I, I wonder, you know, where is God has you right now? And have those eyes of, what is God teaching me today? See, these people that are warriors for us, that are great in their faith, have great character, they replace fear with faith. And if you're going through a difficult situation, think again, you know, who God is and what He can do in our lives. Point number two, and we're going to finish here. A person of character cares for others. Proverbs 3, verse 27. It says, Do not withhold good from those to whom it is due. When it is in your power to act. See, a person of character, when, it, when, he, when they see something that needs to be done, they do it. When something needs to be done, and something needs to be set right, they say, I'm going to take care of it. I'm going to take charge. I'm going to do it. You know, I love a singles ministry. And they're, and they're great. They have it. We have incredible people. But let me tell you something. They are due for some encouragement. They are due for some encouragement. And you and I have the power to act. You and I can help. So I thought about this, I, you know, see how you take this, but, but I want to challenge you if you have a family. I want to challenge you to adopt a single. Like, not literally, right? Not. Maybe. But pick one. The one you like the most. Or not, right? Or not. And I want to encourage you to, to at least have them over your house once a month. Just encourage them. And love up on them. Just give them pasta. I mean, they'll be happy with that. Honestly. It's like, you know, you're doing spaghetti. Right? Just bring one of the singles. They'll eat a lot of that. Or, you know, or cook something nice. Anyway. But yeah, but listen, you know, as a, as, I think... As a community, there's a ministry that needs help. Not, no, not necessarily help, because they're like the right people. I think they just need encouragement. They just need to be with you, and they just need to just kind of, you know, see your kids. You know, you know what happens also? Your kids, they kind of can mentor your kids. Don't tell them this. But it, it really will help. Because they're going to develop a relationship with your kids. 
So pick a good one. <laughs> but if you maybe you don't have a family, maybe think about somebody that you can help. And who is somebody in your life, who is somebody maybe at work that you can host and you can have over and you can take care of and show good? We have that power to add. Galatians 6, 10 says, Therefore, as we have, the, have an opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. So family, God wants to develop our character. And that is good news for you and for me. Because He's not done with you. There's a lot more. Today, there's so many chances. Today, you actually can make decisions to change, to grow into a character trait that you want to develop. And I think sometimes we, we underestimate how much we can grow in a year. We think, ah, this is never going to go away. Give it a try. Put your heart into it. Have your eyes in the right place. And let us strive each day to build our character more and more. Remember again, keep your eyes in the right place. Live a life with a good conscience. Have confidence that God has your back. And be a person that cares for others. May God bless you. I'm going to pray and then you will be dismissed. Let's pray. Now, Heavenly Father, God, thank you very much for today. And being able to open uh, how much wisdom you have in your word. We are so grateful and how incredible it is and how just perfect God for us. I pray that, uh, that today as we go out, that we can think about the areas that we need to start, not looking out, but start looking in and then looking up. And, and to remember that you have our back, that you're looking out for us, that you're watching us. But that you also want us to develop our, our, our character and the way we live our lives. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.